Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I had a lot of people send me this story out of Reuters, and it has to do with food and the marketing of food and a lawsuit. And we talk about this from time to time, that if you buy, I don't know, a strawberry Pop-Tart, does it actually contain real strawberries? Or at least did the material in there come from a real strawberry? Because they're only this thick, and you couldn't jam a strawberry in there without turning it into jam. Uh, and so once in a while, you hear about these lawsuits, and you go, ah, I, I, I kind of get that one, but I don't get that one. So now here's one. Burger King must face lawsuit, claiming its Whoppers are too small. Now, how big should a Whopper be? And this is actually a good question for a law school kind of debate, because we do talk about warranties. Any description of the goods that is objective is a warranty. And so if I sell you something, be it food or otherwise, and if I've described it in a measurable way, then you might have a warranty. You can complain about being breached if the food doesn't live up to those expectations. So if I say the food tastes great, well, that's subjective, meaning that what's great to you might not be great to me. So we can't measure that. So you can't say, I got some food. It didn't taste great. It tasted good, but not great. I want to sue. No. But if I tell you that I'm going to sell you a quarter pound hamburger and I specify that is the weight before cooking, if in fact the patties in that hamburger weighed one quarter pound before cooking, then the warranty has not been breached. So the question is, how big must a Whopper be? Because the word Whopper, of course, is simply the name of the burger. I don't think it's a, a, a unit of weights and measures just yet. But a U.S. judge has rejected Burger King's bid to throw out the lawsuit, claiming that it cheated customers by making its Whopper sandwich appear larger than it actually is, uh, through some kind of sorcery, I assume. U.S. District Judge Roy Altman in Miami said Burger King must defend against a claim that its depiction of Whoppers on its in-store menu boards mislead reasonable customers amounting to a breach of contract, and I assume also a breach of warranty. Customers in the proposed class action accused Burger King of portraying burgers with ingredients that overflow the bun, making it appear the burgers are 35% larger and contain more than double the meat as the chain serves. So the question is, are we talking about the size of the burger in relation to the bun or the size of the burger in relation to something else of a known size in the same photograph? I don't know. Burger King countered that it was not required to deliver burgers that look exactly like the picture, but the judge said it was up to jurors to tell us what reasonable people think. And someone sent me a note the other day and said, Steve, I'm curious, because we all heard these jokes about, you know, reasonable people. And the question is, are people even reasonable these days? And just so you know, a jury will be given instructions that include what a reasonable person is <laughs> or what a reasonable action is. So in his decision made public on uh, Friday of last week, Altman, the judge, also let the customers pursue negligence-based and unjust enrichment claims. Now, negligence would mean that Burger King's got a duty to tell its customers how big those burgers are. But the question is, is that really negligence if you bought something that's smaller than it ought to be and you got ripped off? Is that negligence? But unjust enrichment, of course, is that Burger King is making more money than it ought to and to let them keep the money be wrong. He dismissed claims based on TV and online ads finding none in which Burger King promised a burger size or patty weight that they failed to deliver. 
Burger King, of course, says, and this is a quote, the plaintiff's claims are false. The flame-grilled beef patties portrayed in our advertising are the same patties used in the millions of Whopper sandwiches we serve to guests nationwide. Plaintiff's lawyer was not immediately available for comment. Earlier efforts to mediate a settlement proved unsuccessful. McDonald's and Wendy's are both also defending similar lawsuits in a Brooklyn, New York federal court. The plaintiff's lawyer there on Monday cited this opinion to justify letting that case continue. Meanwhile, Taco Bell was sued last month for selling crunch wraps and Mexican pizzas that allegedly contain only half as much filling as advertised. (laughs) Now, I'll admit to you, I occasionally eat Taco Bell. But I've also read that book, Fast Food Nation, and uh, it really makes you start wondering uh, about some of these foods. And uh, we used to joke about the menu of Taco Bell in my old office. I had a coworker who would occasionally run out and get us food. And where are you going? Taco Bell. Want something? Sure. How much? Five bucks. And I would just throw a number at him because pretty much all of the items are the same. It's just a, mess, a question of how they're delivered. Is it wrapped in something or is it in something? Or you know, is, is, is what it wrapped in crunchy or soft? Each lawsuit seeks a minimum of $5 million in damages. And the case in point here, the case in question here is uh, Coleman versus Burger King. And that is uh, postured as a class action. So it's Coleman et al., which is Latin for and others. Uh, and it's a shortened firm, uh, form of uh, a phrase and others similarly situated. And I've mentioned before how class actions work. I've done a couple class actions, not much anymore. But uh, this is an interesting one because they're saying that if you look at the photograph on the menu or on the advertisements inside the restaurants, that the photographs are misleading because the burgers in the photograph are bigger than they are in real life. And like I said, the only way you could tell that is if you were to measure it in proportion to something else in that same photograph, And it very well could be the bun. So the burger is here and the bun is here. In real life, the bun is here. Well, that might make sense. Uh, But to me, it's a strange one because generally speaking, we talk about warranties, we talk about things that are very measurable. But, but, hypothetically, assuming the bun size stays the same, the burger size should stay the same also, I would think. I don't know. It's, it's, It's a question. But I also do, almost every time I mention class actions, get asked by people who wonder, how does a court determine whether a class action is appropriate? In other words, if I think I've been ripped off and I think one other person has been also, is that a class? What about two other people, five other people, 35 other people? And you understand that there's a a way you can graph numbers. So one person, two, three, four, like this, and you just make a straight line graph. Is there really a point where, oh, class action right here? Oh, class, no. And no, there's not. And it depends on what we're talking about, the state system, the federal system, but I'm going to very, very, very generally summarize this for you. And the court looks at a variety of things, different criteria to determine if a class action is appropriate. And what they look at is they look at one thing is how many claims are there? And would it be more efficient to handle them as a class than it would be to handle them all individually. 
And if so, are the class claims for each member close enough to each other to where it makes sense to do that? So let's suppose you've got 50 people who are all ripped off in the identical manner for the exact amount of money. That's a class. Having one case to handle identical 50 cases, yeah, you have one, one, one trial instead of 50 trials. That makes sense. What if you have 50 people all ripped off by the same person, but in a different manner in each case and a different amount of money in each case, but the defendant is the same? Well, no, that makes more sense to have 50 cases because each one of these is so radically different. And so there's a bunch of different factors they look at. But I've actually been in a situation before where I filed something as a class action and I had a defendant say to me, we're going to fight you on certification. And I said, well, just to let you know, I've got more than one plaintiff that's hired me. And they go, so what? And I say, well, I can start filing them as individual actions. And if I start filing individual actions with the same allegations against the same defendant, guess what's going to happen? That court's going to want to make it a class action because it's easier for the court. And I've heard of attorneys who've done that, who said, fine, you don't want to class of 100 people? We'll file 100 lawsuits. And you better believe a judge is going to look at that and go, I don't want 100 lawsuits all raising the same allegations against the same people for the same amount of money. And so that's the real question is, in general, is are there that many people out there with not identical claims, but very, very similar claims? And the reason I say that is there's case law in Michigan that says that if you've got a bunch of people who are all ripped off by the same person in the same manner, but for different amounts of money, you can still get that certified as a class. And the court can then do a trial with several different parts to it. And so they could say, we're going to try it on liability first. Is this person liable to these people as a class? If so, we'll have a second trial or we'll work this out as to what they owe each person. So you've often seen that, I'm sure, where you got notified that you were part of a class action. and would say, if you hired or bought this service in this time frame, you're entitled to this. If you bought it in this time frame, you're entitled to this. Or if you bought it in this time frame, but you also have this package, you're entitled. And, and so there are sometimes classes within the class action, subclasses. And that's how that is. And so class actions, and a lot of people think class actions are a scam because they go, there's a class action where the plaintiff's got a billion dollars, and it looks like the attorney's got a gigantic chunk, and each member of the class got three bucks. So people go, it's, it's, it's basically, isn't that basically just a scam? Well, if you want to, you can file your own individual action. You can opt out. But very few people are going to do that because quite often the $3 you got is not that far from what you're actually entitled to. Now, it might be true that you're entitled to 10 bucks. And you might go, well, uh, if every member of the class got 10 bucks, it'd be a lot of money. Yeah, but to you, it'd be seven more dollars. Instead of three, you'd get 10. Because, Steve, that's a lot of money. It's more than three times. Yeah, I can do math too. The point is, are you going to file a lawsuit for 10 bucks? And that's quite often what these lawsuits are, is they're lawsuits. It's a very, very small amount of money, but it accumulates over a lot of transactions. And I, I'm not saying that the class action system is perfect, but it is a way to keep companies on their toes. So whether or not this Burger King class action is righteous or not, I can't weigh in on that. Uh, but I can tell you that I've seen situations 
where somebody, a big company, was ripping off consumers for a dollar here and a dollar there. And guess what? They think, who's going to sue us over a dollar? Well, somebody's going to come along and sue you in a class action and say, yeah, all those dollars you took from all of those people, they want it back. So there you go. But that's from Reuters. A lot of people sent it to me. Thank you very much. Burger King must face the lawsuit because it was not thrown out, claiming its Whoppers are smaller than advertised in the store. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Let not the sands of time get in your lunch.